ajili ya msaada wako tu na kwa ajili ya upendo wako na kwa wewe kutupangilia kwamba leo tuwe hapa tunanyenyekea tukijua ya kwamba wewe ndiwe Mungu mtakatifu mtakatifu peke yako nasi tukiwa wenye dhambi Bwana tunaomba uturehemu utusamehe tunapoanza ibada yetu tusaidie saidie ndugu yetu chef pamoja nasi kwa pamoja kuliweza kulisikia neno lako na kulifahamu sawa sawa na mapenzi yako asante maana wewe ni mwema ni kwa Yesu Kristu tumeomba Amen. At this time we'll ask the choir to lead us in the singing of our first hymn. We have three this morning as usual and in between each we'll have a reading from the word of God. Kwa hivyo nitawauliza sasa choir watuongoze katika kuimba wimbo moja moja maana tunazo tatu kama kawaida na katika kila tensi tunasomo la siku.
tena kifo cha Ephraim ni Samaria na kifo cha Samaria ni mwana wa Rahimu wa Rahimu kwamba hata hamtaki kusatiki bali kila shaka amungatifika tena Bwana akasema na Ahasi akanena akinena sitakie ishara ya Bwana Mungu wako itake katika itake katika mahali palipo chini sana au katika mahali palipo chuo sana lakini Ahasi akasema sitaitaka sita wala sitamjaribu Bwana naye akasema sikiliseni sasa eni nyumba ya sauti je ni neno ndoko kwenu kuwachosha wanadamu hata mkataka kumchosha Mungu wangu pia Bwana bariki nami
remain standing for the New Testament passage. I'll read the English and ask Brother Lula to read the Swahili. Uh, today our passage is from the book of Romans, chapter 1, verse 16 through 20. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jews first and also to the Greek. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, but the righteous man shall live by faith. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. Because that which is known about God is evident within them, for God made it evident to them. For since the creation of the world, His invisible attributes, His eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood through what has been made, so that they are without excuse. Pakiswaili, warumi moja, mustaru wakumna sita, abithelatini. Hadi ishirini. Kwa maana sionei haya injili, kwa sababu ni uweza wa mungu uletao wokovu, Kwa kila aminie, kwa muyahudi kwanza na kwa muyunani pia. Kwa maana, haki ya mungu imedhihirishwa ndani yake, toka imani hata imani, kama ilivyo andikwa, mwenye haki ataishi kwa imani. Kwa maana, kadhabu ya mungu imedhihirishwa kutoka benguni, juu ya uwasi wote na uovu wa wanadamu, waipingao kweli kwa uovu kwa kuwa mambo ya Mungu yanayojulikana yamekuwa dhahiri ndani yao kwa maana Mungu aliwadhihirishia kwa sababu mambo yote yasiyoonekana tangu kuungwa ulimwengu yanaonekana na kufahamika kwa kazi zake yani uweza wake wa milele na uungu wake hata wasiwe na udhuru the final gift which is like a river glory one two three stars like a river
Please allow me to pray for the word. Our Heavenly Father, we give thanks to you, Lord, that by your providence you have brought us together this morning to fellowship with one another, to sing your praises, to speak to you through prayer. And Lord, now it is our desire, most importantly, to hear from you through the preaching of your word. Lord, may you strip away every distraction over these next several minutes. Help us to focus. Lord, you tell us in your word If any of us ask wisdom, that we should ask you and you give generously. And so, Lord, we ask you, we ask you for wisdom to understand your word the way you would have us to understand it. Lord, I ask for myself as the preacher this morning that anything that I might say that is not of you, may you burn it like chaff. But that which is of you, Lord, may you press it upon the hearts of your people. And those who have not yet come to faith in you, Lord, may you use your word to convict them of their sins, convict them of their unrighteousness and their need of a Savior. And Lord, we ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Turn with me in your Bibles to John chapter 16. pamoja nawe katika Yohana sura ya Of course for those who do not have a Bible we provided the passage both in English and Swahili on your bulletin. Wale wasiokuwa na Biblia tumepeana karatasi Our passage this morning is John chapter 16, verse 16 through 22. This is the word of the Lord. A little while and you will no longer see me. And again a little while and you will see me. Some of his disciples then said to one another, What is this thing he is telling us? A little while and you will not see me, and again a little while and you will see me. And because I go to the Father. So they were saying, What is this that he says a little while? We do not know what he is talking about. Jesus knew that they wished to question him, and he said to them, Are you deliberating together about this, that I said, a little while and you will not see me, and again a little while and you will see me? Truly, truly, I say to you that you will weep and lament, but the, lo- the world will rejoice. You will grieve, but your grief will be turned into joy. Whenever a woman is in labor, she has pain, because her hour has come. But when she gives birth to the child, she no longer remembers the anguish because of the joy that a child has been born into the world. Therefore, you too have grief now, but I will see you again, 
and your heart will rejoice, and no one will take your joy away from you. Bado kitambo kidogo nanyi hamunioni na tena bado kitambo kidogo nanyi mtaniona. Bas baadhi ya wanafunzi wake wakasemezana neno gani hilo asemalo bado kitambo kidogo nanyi hamunioni na tena bado kitambo kidogo nanyi mtaniona na hilo kwa sababu naenda zangu kwa baba basi walisema basi walisema neno gani hilo asemalo hilo hilo bado kitambo kidogo hatujui asemalo Yesu alifahamu ya kwamba wanataka kumuuliza akawaambia ndilo hilo mnalouliza na kuwa nalisema bado kitambo kidogo nanyi hamunioni na tena bado kitambo kidogo nanyi mtaniona amini amini nawaambia ninyi mtalia na kuomboleza bali ulimwengu utafurahi ninyi mtahusunishwa lakini husuni yenu itageuka kuwa furaha mwanamke azaapo yuna huzuni kama yuna huzuni kwa kuwa saa yake imefika lakini akiisha kuzaa mwana haikumbuki tena ile dhiki kwa sababu ya furaha ya kuzaliwa mtu ulimwenguni basi ninyi hivi sasa mna huzuni lakini mimi nitawaona tena na mioyo yenu itafurahi na furaha yenu hakuna awaondoleaye tena siku ile hamta inu, hamta niuliza neno lolote amini amini nawaambia mkimuomba baba neno lolote atawapa kwa jina langu now as we continue through this farewell discourse of our lord jesus christ Tunapoendelea kujifunza haya masiliano ya Bwana wetu Yesu Kristo. May we continue to be encouraged and blessed by these important words of Jesus. Tuweze kutiwa moyo na kubarikiwa kwa maneno haya ya Bwana wetu Yesu Kristo. Jesus the living word of God. Yesu neno la Mungu liishiyo. It is Christ who was foretold of in the Old Testament scriptures. Ni Kristo aliyetabiriwa katika agano la kale. It was Christ the Messiah that was foretold. Ni Kristo ambaye ndio masihi aliyetabiriwa. Not only the Messiah of the Jews the, but the Messiah of the world. Sio tu masihi wa Wayahudi lakini masihi wa ulimwengu wote. We as human beings, sisi kama wanadamu, we have a serious serious sin problem. Tunayo shida kubwa sana ambayo ni ya dhambi. Whether we want to admit it or not, it does not change the truth. Tukubali tusikubali, 
that every one of us has a problem with sin and we are on the path to destruction if God does not intervene and God certainly did intervene in the person and the work of Jesus Christ for the fallen angels there is never any hope of reconciliation with God but God in his graciousness has provided for fallen man a hope a way of reconciliation with him lakini kwa rehema zake Mungu amepatiana njia kwa watu wake kuweza kumrejelea yeye ambalo ni tumaini kuu and that way the only way is Jesus Christ na hiyo njia ambayo ni njia ya pekee ni Yesu Kristo we are in John chapter 16 tuko katika Yohana sura ya 16 when Jesus was speaking with his disciples the night before he went to his death on the cross wakati Yesu aliketi na wanafunzi wake usiku wa mwisho ili aende kusudibishwa msalabani and while certainly we acknowledge that every word Jesus spoke and was recorded for us in the holy scriptures is important na tunagundua ya kwamba maneno yote Yesu Kristo aliyoyanena na yamenakiliwa katika maandiko ni muhimu kwetu I think knowing that these were some of the last words spoken before Jesus went to the cross and died. Nasema ya tukijua ya kwamba haya ndio maneno ya mwisho Yesu alinena ili aende msalabani afe. Has to cause us to particularly focus on what it was Jesus was teaching in these final moments of his earthly ministry looking at our passage today i want to uh, just to focus on three main points though it is a long passage uh, we're not going to deal with everything that is there but i think what is uh, the most important na tukiangalia hiyo hiyo mstari vizuri tutasingatia tu maneno ambayo ni ya muhimu hatutaweza kwenda kwa yote ili tuweze kupata mambo matatu ambayo tutayatoa pale and first we see in verse 16 that Jesus predicts his departure na katika mstari wa 16 Yesu anatabiri kuondoka kwake now often Uh, during the earthly ministry of Jesus in all of the gospels it is recorded for us that Jesus many times spoke to his apostles his disciples of his departure napata kwamba mara nyingi Kristo katika masungumzo yake alikuwa amewanenea wanafunzi wake kuhusu kuondoka kwake and this was in part that when the time came na huo wakati sasa wakati ulikuwa umewadia that they might face that departure of the messiah with greater courage sasa waweze kukumbana na kuondoka kwake mwokozi kwa ujasiri mkuu 
But also, I think there's another element to the fact that Jesus has told them many times of his departure. Na pia kuna jambo pale ambalo tunafuata tusingatie ambalo Yesu alikuwa amewaambia kuhusu kuondoka kwake. And I think that has to be that in order they, that they would desire more the grace of the spirit of God. Na neno hapo ni kwamba wangelitamani mno sana neema ya roho wa Mungu because they had very little desire for that when God was present with them in body maana walikuwa na matamanio ya chini sana wakati bwana yesu alikuwa pamoja nao katika mwili jesus was with them nearly every day for three years yesu alikuwa nao kila siku kwa miaka mitatu god in the flesh mungu katika mwili walked with these men on a daily basis akitembea na watu hawa katika kila siku ambayo walikuwa naye And I imagine that uh, they would have thought that oh it will be like this for a very long time perhaps forever Jesus will be here in the flesh with us. Na wao walifikiria kwamba Yesu atakuwa na wao kwa mwili siku zao zote. And so they would have had very little reason to desire the spirit. Na walikuwa na sababu kuu ya kutamani roho. Jesus is telling them that soon he will be absent from them he will leave he will depart he will go Na Yesu anawaambia kwamba hivi karibuni sitakuwa nanyi nitaenda But he consoles them by saying he will quickly be restored to them Na anawatia moyo kwa kuambia kwamba atakuja kwao hivi karibuni Now there has been debate among Christian scholars. Kumekuwa na mjadala kuhusu jambo hili kati ya wasomi wa Biblia. As to what exactly Jesus is referring to here in verse 16. Kwamba ni nini haswa mno ambacho Yesu anazungumzia katika mstari wa 16. Some take uh, some take this passage to mean that Jesus is referring to his death on the cross. Wengine husema ya kwamba Yesu alikuwa anasungumzia kuhusu mauti yake msalabani. He says a little while and you will see me no longer. Anasema kitambo kidogo hamunioni. And then in the next part they take his meaning to refer to his uh, his resurrection and his ascension. Na wengine wanasungumzia kuhusu kufufuka kwake na kupaa kwenda mbinguni. So the song, the way that some would read this passage this verse kwa hivyo wengi watakaposoma mstari huu to take the the second clause the second part of the verse kuchukua ile sehemu yake ya pili ya huo mstari and they read that as though Jesus is saying and again a little while na wanasema kwamba na tena kitambo kidogo and you will see me mtaniona They take that as again you will see me for a little while. Wana wengine wanamaanisha kwamba Yesu alikuwa anamaanisha eti mtaniona tena baada ya muda mfupi. So in other words they take this as Jesus saying I will be leaving that is I will die and then I will quickly come back to you that is I will be resurrected. But when I come back to you I will only be with you for a short time. Then I return to my father. 
wanasema ya kwamba Yesu alikuwa anamaanisha ya kwamba nitaondoka niende na nitakaporudi tena kwa muda mfupi nitakuwa pamoja nanyi kwa muda mfupi sana na niende but i don't think that this is the best way to interpret this passage lakini sidhani kama ndio njia mzuri ya kutafsiri haswa mno mstari huu rather i tend to agree more with john calvin maana ndugu yetu John Calvin anasema hivi who interprets the first clause a little while and you do not see me ambaye anatafsiri neno hilo ya kwamba kitambo kidogo hamunioni as Jesus will soon be returning to the father ya kwamba Yesu atakuwa narudi kwa baba and that when the disciples are deprived of his presence with them na wakati wanafunzi wake watakuwa wameshushwa kuhusu kutokuweko kwake yeye they may continue firm in their faith they may be encouraged ili waweze kuwa thabiti katika imani yao it is all according to god's plan of redemption ya kwamba hii yote inatokana na mipango ya mungu ya ukombozi and so it is to their benefit that christ leave them na ni kwa faida yao kwamba Kristo awawache and then that second clause and again a little while and you will see me na jambo nalofuata ya kwamba tena kitambo kidogo mtaniona Jesus is saying that while he is absent Yesu anasema kwamba wakati atakuwa hayuko the disciples can be comforted knowing that in a little while he will be restored kwamba wanafunzi wake waweze kutiwa moyo na kufarijika ya kwamba kwa muda mfupi atakuwa nao tena because Christ is soon returning in the spirit at Pentecost maana Kristo atakuwa anarudi kwa wopesi sana katika siku ya pendekote This is what Jesus is alluding to in John 14 verse 18 and 19. Na hilo ndilo maandiko yanasungumzia katika Yohana 14 mstari wa 19. He says I will not leave you as orphans I will come to you. Anasema ya kwamba sitawaacha kama wamayatima nitarudi kwenu. After a little while the world will no longer see me. Baada ya muda mfupi dunia ama ulimwengu hautaniona. But you will see me. Lakini ninyi mtaniona. Because I live you will also live. Kwa sababu mimi ninaishi ninyi pia mtaishi. So both in our text in John 16:16 Kwa hivyo tunaporudi katika somo letu la Yohana 16:16 And previously in John 14:19 Na turudi nyuma katika sura ya 14 hiyo Yohana mstari wa 19 They occur in context which are talking about the Holy Spirit Tunapata mtazamo mmoja unaosungumzia kuhusu roho mtakatifu. When Jesus said to his disciples he will not leave them as orphans he will come to them. Wakati Yesu anawaambia kwamba sitawaacha kama mayatima ya kwamba nitawarudieni. He was talking about coming to them in the spirit on the day of Pentecost. Alikuwa anawasungumzia kuhusu kuwarudia kwa njia ya roho mtakatifu siku ya Pentecote. And the passage we've read this morning starting in John 16:16. Na mstari ambao tumesoma kuanzia Yohana 16:16. If you remember the previous 
week's sermons. Kama mnaweza kumbuka wiki zilizopita somo yetu tulikuwa tunasoma. You remember this comes in a section of scripture. Napata kwamba hii inakuja katika vifungu vya maandiko that is dealing with the work of the spirit first in the world. Ambayo inazungumzia kuhusu kazi ya Roho Mtakatifu katika ulimwengu. Verses 7 through 11. Kupitia mstari wa 7 hadi 11. And then the work of the spirit in the church. Na tunaona kazi ya Roho Mtakatifu katika kanisa. In verses 12 and 15. Na mstari wa 12 hadi 15. And so I think it is very safe to interpret this verse 16. Kwa hivyo inakuwa sasa salama mno kutafsiri mstari huu wa 16. And again a little while and you will see me. Ya kwamba kitambo kidogo mtaniona. As a reference to the dispensation of the spirit during which he will mightily display the works of Jesus on the earth tukitazamia kazi kuu ambayo roho mtakatifu atakuja akiachilia sasa kazi pana katika katika kanisa and therefore the church would be able to see the works of the promised helper na sasa hapo kanisa litaweza kuona kazi ya yule ambaye ameahidiwa aliyemsaidizi and know that it is the living savior Jesus Christ who has sent the helper the holy spirit na kujua vyema ya kwamba ni bwana wetu Yesu Kristo ambaye amemtuma roho mtakatifu and when these things took place na wakati mambo haya yanapotendeka they would know watajua that this was the direct result of Jesus going to the father ya kwamba hayo ndio matokeo ambayo ilikuwa Yesu aende kwa baba and therefore we as believers kwa hivyo sisi kama wakristo we see that the crucifixion and the resurrection of our lord tunaona kwamba kule kukufa ama kusulubiwa na kufufuka kwake bwana wetu and the outpouring of the holy spirit na ile kumwagwa kwa roho mtakatifu all of those events are connected tunapata kwamba matukio hayo yote yanakuja kushikamana they cannot be separated hayawezi yakatenganishwa and all of it was god's plan of redemption na yote yalikuwa ni mpangilio wa Mungu kuhusu kumkomboa mwanadamu for those who belong to him from the very beginning kwa wale walio wake toka mwanzo John 16 verse 7 Yohana 16 mstari wa 7 says but I tell you the truth it is to your advantage that I go away for if I do not go away the helper will not come to you but if I go I will send him to you Lakini mimi nawaambia iliyo kweli yawafaa ninyi mimi niondoke kwa maana mimi nisipoondoka huyo msaidizi hatakuja kwenu bali mimi nikienda zangu nitampeleka kwenu So as we consider the words of Christ in verse 16. Tunaposingatia maneno yake Kristo katika mstari wa 16. A little while and you will see me. Kwamba kitambo kidogo hamtaniona. Is he referring to his resurrection or is he referring to his return in the spirit? 
Anaposungumuza kitambo kidogo mtaniona anasungumzia kuhusu kufufuka kwake na tena kurudi kwake katika roho. Perhaps that is not the best question to ask. Wenda hilo ndilo swali mzuri la kuuliza. Because really the two are together, they are not separated. Kwa sababu hakika hao wawili wako pamoja hawajatenganishwa without the resurrection there is no outpouring of the spirit maana pasipo kufufuka hakuna kumwagwa kwa roho mtakatifu and without the outpouring of the spirit na bila kumwagwa kwa roho mtakatifu the resurrection has no real value to any of us kufufuo hauna maana yoyote kwetu I like the way that one theologian paraphrases this verse. Nafurahia jinsi msomi mmoja wa Biblia alivyoyaweka maneno haya. He says a little while. Anasema kitambo kidogo. Just a few more hours. Kwamba kwa masaa machache tu and I will be taken away from you. Nitakuwa nimeondolewa kwenu. For I will be put to death and buried. Kwamba nitatiwa mautini na nizikwe. Hence You will observe me no longer. Kwamba hamtaniona tena. But I will not remain away from you. Lakini sitabaki mbali kwenu. I will rise gloriously on the third day. Nitamuka ama kufufuka kwa utukufu siku ya tatu. I will usher in the dispensation of the spirit. Nitaweza kuleta ile hali na ile mfumo wa roho mtakatifu in and by means of the mighty works kazi kuu which he will perform on earth ambaye atafanya hapa duniani you will see me mtaniona so in a similar way jesus said hivyo ndivyo tu yesu alivyosema tena if you have seen me you have seen the father kwamba kama umeniona mimi mmemuona baba Jesus here in John 16:16. Na hapa Yohana katika hapa katika Yohana mstari wa 16:16 is saying to his disciples. Anasungumzia wanafunzi wake that when they see the works of the spirit. Kwamba watakapoona matendo ya roho, they will see him. Watakuwa wanamuona. They will see Jesus. Watakuwa naona Yesu. Our second point that I want us to look at this morning comes from verse 20. And it involves sorrow at the cross. Regardless of whether we interpret verse 16 as Jesus referring to his death and then his resurrection. Jizigani tuna tafsiri hiyo mstari wa 16 kuhusu Yesu kufa na kufufuka or whether we interpret the meaning of Jesus as referring to his ascension into heaven and then the outpouring of the holy spirit at pentecost na hata tuweza kutafsiri kwa njia ya kwamba yeye kwenda kwake na kupia kuweza kumtuma roho mtakatifu na kumwagika kwa roho mtakatifu either way it is very clear that his departure includes his death on the cross hakuna njia yote inayoonyesha ya kwamba kuondoka kwake kunahusishwa 
mauti yake msalabani when he spoke these words a little while and you will no longer see me aliposema ya kwamba kitambo kidogo hamunioni the cross was only a few short hours away msalaba ulikuwa tu masaa machache mbele yake and his death must come in order for his resurrection and his ascension and the outpouring of the spirit to take place ni lazima mauti yatokee ndio aweze kufufuka ndio aweze kupaa juu mbinguni na ndio kumwaga kwa roho mtakatifu kutokee and he tells the disciples that they will weep and they will lament na anawaambia wanafunzi ya kwamba watalia na watanungunika they will feel deep anguish and despair watapitia katika hali ya machungu na katika hali ya kukosa tumaini these were believers hawa ni waumini they knew jesus to be the messiah walijua yesu kuwa masihi but they yet to understand god's plan in and through the messiah lakini hawakuweza kujua mpango wa Mungu ndani na kupitia masihi it was unthinkable to them that the messiah had to die before his work was complete halikuwa ndani yao ya kwamba masihi angekufa kabla hajakamilisha kazi yake even though the scriptures pointed to this fact ijapo hata maandiko yanasungumzia ukweli huu and even though Jesus had even told them in his own words that this was true. Even so their faith would be shaken upon his death. And they would fear and they would desert him. Peter would even deny knowing him. Petero ataweza tu kumkataa yule anayemjua. Notice in verse 21. Galia mstari wa 21. Jesus compares the sorrow and the anguish that they will experience to a mother giving birth. Yesu analinganisha mauchungu, maumivu watakayopitia na mama anayemzaa mwana. The disciples will experience such intense sorrow ya kwamba wanafunzi wake watapitia katika hali ya mahusuniko mazito that it will be like physical pain ambayo itakuwa ambayo inafananishwa na machungu ya kawaida ya mwili what a wonderful grace of god hiyo ni neema ya ajabu ya aina gani ya mungu to allow his disciples to face such temptation and failure kuruhusu wanafunzi wake wapitie jaribu na kushindwa kwa aina hiyo such sorrow and pain uzuni na machungu wa aina hiyo in order that they might better understand their need of the helper ili waweze kufikia kuelewa hitaji lao la msaidizi wao the holy spirit ambaye ni roho mtakatifu What a lesson Peter learned. Nifunzo gani ambalo Petro alijifunza? That zealous Peter. Ya kwamba yule Petero aliyekuwa na 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 msukumo mzito kwa Yesu, who in his own strength boldly stood up to the soldiers as they were arresting Jesus. 
Yule ambaye amuka kwa ujasiri kupinga wale wanajeshi waliokuwa wanakuja kumshika Yesu. Just a few short hours was faced with the truth of who he really is. Na kwa masaa machache tu akakumbana na ukweli ya kwamba wewe Petro ni waina hii. A coward. Wewe ni muoga with a wicked heart. Una moyo mwovu. That as he saw his savior arrested and being tried and on his way to the cross alipomuona mwokozi wake akishikwa akijaribiwa na kipelekwa msalabani that bold zealous peter realized who he really was petro aliyokuwa mwenye ujasiri na mwenye kuwa na kipaji kikubwa akajikundua jinsi alivyokuwa sasa a liar and a coward akajikundua kwamba yeye ni muoga yeye ni muongo so he denied that he even knew jesus out of fear that he too would be arrested and 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 face the same fate that jesus faced akamkana yesu kwa uoga asija kapitia ile hali na machungu ambayo yesu alikuwa anapitia what an amazing reality to Peter looking back after receiving the Holy Spirit at Pentecost receiving the help of God in his ministry now looking back remembering what he was without the help of God Ukweli wa aina gani wa kushangaza ambao sasa Petro akiwa ameshafika siku ya Pentecote na amejazwa na nguvu za Bwana na ujasiri akitasama nyuma wakati alipokuwa hana roho mtakatifu that is god's grace upon grace hiyo ni neema ya mungu juu ya neema and imagine the grace of god which sent jesus to the cross na ujue kwamba ni neema ya mungu inayompeleka yesu kwa msalaba for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that Whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Jinsi hii Mungu aliupenda ulimwengu hata akamtoa mwanao wa pekee ili kila muaminie asipotee bali apate kupata uzima wa milele. From all eternity past. Kutoka katika enzi iliyopita. Never has there been a time which God's plan of redemption of his elect did not exist in his mind hakuna siku ambayo mpango wa Mungu wa kufufua watu wake ama kukomboa watu wake iliwaitimia from all eternity past kutoka enzi iliyopita god planned the redemption of his elect Mungu alikuwa shapanga uchaguzi wa wateule wake through the obedience of his son on the cross kupitia utiifu wa mwanawe msalabani the god man jesus mungu mwanadamu ambaye ni yesu kristo both fully divine and fully human ambaye yeye amekamilika mwanadamu na tena amekamilika mungu the only possible acceptable sacrifice ambaye ndiye dhabihu ya kipekee inayokubalika na inayowezekana to atone for the sins of those who belong to God naweza kuondoa dhambi za wale ambao ni wa Mungu according to that perfect plan of God which existed for all eternity kulingana na mpango wa Mungu mkamilifu ulioishi kutoka enzi iliyopita Christ was born into the world 
Kristo akazaliwa katika ulimwengu and accomplished perfectly that which the Father sent him to do. Nakakamilisha kikamilifu yote ambayo Baba alimtuma kuja kuyatenda. So that all who believe on him kwamba wote watakaomwamini shall not perish. Hawatangamia but will have eternal life. Lakini watakuwa na maisha ya milele. This is the grace of God. Hii ndio neema ya Mungu. And God in his grace. Na Mungu katika neema yake will put the disciples of Jesus. Atawaweka wanafunzi wa Yesu through a great trial. Kupitia hali ya majaribu makuu. They will face such sorrow and pain at the death and absence of Jesus. Watapitia mahali nzito kutokana na kutokuwepo kwake Yesu Kristo so that they might better understand their need for the holy spirit ili waweze kuelewa hitaji lao kubwa la kumpata Yesu roho mtakatifu when he is poured out at pentecost siku ile atakapomwagwa siku ya pentecote this is god's grace upon grace hii ni neema ya mungu juu ya neema Then Jesus continues but the world will rejoice. Na Yesu anaendelea kwa kusema ya kwamba lakini ulimwengu nao utafurahia. The world, the unbelievers. Wale wasioamini, they will proclaim victory in the death of Jesus. Watatangaza ushindi wakati Yesu atakuwa amekufa. The wicked world ulimwengu ambao ni muovu including the jewish leaders wakijumulishwa hata viongozi wa kiyahudi will celebrate their riddance of jesus wataweza kusherekea sana kufa kwake yesu they will be glad that they got rid of that troublemaker watakuwa na furaha kubwa ya kwamba wameshamuondoa aliyekuwa anawaletea shida who has disturbed their religious system ambaye alikuwa ameharibu zote mitindo zao za kidini they are happy to be rid of him and that he is put to death walikuwa wamefurahi wakafurahia kwamba sasa wamemaliza they are enemies of god wao ni maadui wa mungu they are haters of the most high wao wanamchukia mungu aliye hai living in total rebellion against their creator wakiishi katika maisha yao ya uwazi kuhusu mungu wao mwenyewe aliyewaumba masked by their obedience to their religious system wakiwa wamevalishwa ile hali ya kutii dini zao na mitindo yao ya ibada zao thinking that by being religious wakifikiria kwamba wakiwa wanadini God owes them something. Kwamba Mungu anawadai chochote. Their wicked hearts deceive them. Mioyo yao iliyo miovu inawadanganya. They think they are worshiping God. Wanafikiria wanamwabudu Mungu. But when God comes to them in the flesh according to their scriptures. Lakini wakati Mungu anakuja nao kwa mwili sawa sawa na maandiko They don't know him. Hawamjui. They don't recognize him. Hawamtambui because he is nothing like the God that they are worshiping. Maana hakuna chochote kinachofanana na Mungu ambacho wao wanaabudu. Jesus was nothing like the God that they had made up in their minds. Yesu hakuwa chochote mbele ya Mungu ambao wao walikuwa wamejitengenezea katika akili zao. 
They never loved God. They only loved what they thought that they could get from God. I wonder if any of you are like those religious Pharisees. I wonder if it is true that some of you think you are worshiping God when in reality you're only doing so thinking that you will get something from God. Maybe some of you come to this church every Sunday thinking that yes, now God has sent a missionary let me go to his church so that now God has to give me something. Perhaps your heart is as wicked as these Pharisees. Practicing religion when you don't love God. Perhaps you view religion as a list of rules that you have to obey and as long as you obey those rules now God has to give you something. You hate to follow those rules but you're willing Perhaps if I just show up to that church every Sunday I, I spend two or three hours there maybe every now and then I read my Bible maybe once or twice a week something like that I can even pray to God Maybe if I follow these rules, maybe I don't drink as much alcohol as I used to. Maybe I stopped going to the witch doctor. Whatever these rules are that you've made for yourself. Maybe you think if, oh, even though I hate doing all of that, if I just do it, now God will give me something. That is a lost man or a lost woman living in religion. That is exactly what the Pharisees were doing. Following a bunch of rules thinking that it meant God had to give them something. That is not what it means to be a faithful follower of Jesus Christ. Now let's look at the final point that I want us to get. It's at the end of verse 20. And that is the fact that your sorrow will be turned into joy. 
itabadilishwa kuwa furaha believers your sorrow will be turned into joy waumini huzuni yenu itabadilishwa katika furaha jesus said that his departure yesu anasema kwamba kuondoka kwake his death mauti yake would lead to weeping and sorrow and pain itawaletea kuumia na kulia na kumachungu but then he says something incredible lakini sasa anazungumzia hapo kitu cha hali ya juu sana giving hope akipeana tumaini he said but your sorrow will turn into joy anasema ya kwamba lakini huzuni wenu utabadilishwa katika furaha Verse 21 to 22. Mustari wa 21 Whenever a woman is in labor she has pain because her hour has come. But when she gives birth to the child she no longer remembers the anguish because of the joy that a child has been born into the world. Therefore you too have grief now. But I will see you again and your heart will rejoice and no one will take your joy away from you. Mwanamke azaapo yuna huzuni kwa kuwa saa yake imefika lakini akiisha kuzaa mwana haikumbuki tena ile dhiki kwa sababu ya furaha ya kuzaliwa mtu ulimwenguni Jesus gives an illustration to the disciples Yesu anawapatia ufafanusi kwa wanafunzi wake which at first glance this illustration may seem uh, to indicate the point that he's trying to make Ufafanusi huu unaweza elekeza kwa lile ambalo anataka kuwapatia is that after they have sorrow they will have joy anawaambia kwamba haswa mno baada ya mazuni watapata furaha but his point actually goes even deeper than that lakini sasa neno lake linaingia ndani mno jesus is saying that the very event anasema ya kwamba tukio hilo hilo which would cause tremendous grief and pain ambalo litasababisha machungu na uzuni afterwards would be the very thing that gives reason for rejoicing ni tukio hilo hilo baadaye litakalowaletea furaha it's not you're going to have sorrow but don't worry after that you're going to have joy sio kwamba unaenda kupitia machungu lakini baada hiyo unaenda kuwa na furaha but rather it is this event is going to cause you great sorrow lakini ni kwamba hili tukio linaenda kukuletea machungu na mazuni makuu but it is this same event that is causing you sorrow it will actually uh, lead to tremendous joy. Na ni tukio hilo hilo ambalo linaenda kukuletea uzuni na machungu ndilo tena takalokuletea furaha. And this illustration that Jesus uses fits. Na mfano huu ambao Yesu anatumia it fits exactly with what was to happen. Unaingiana sawasawa na kile kitakachotendeka just as the birth of a child jinsi tu mwana anavyozaliwa at first it produces sorrow and anguish and pain mwanzo inaleta machungu kilio na huzuni that same event the birth of a child na tukio hilo hilo tu la kuzaliwa kwa mwana shortly brings about overwhelming joy kwa muda mfupi huwa inaleta furaha ya ajabu and so also would one event ndio hivyo hivyo tukio moja hilo the death 
of Jesus Christ on the cross. Ambalo ni mauti ya Yesu Kristo msalabani would first cause the disciples to weep and to wail. Itatangulia kuwaletea wanafunzi wake kilio na na kuumia. But in the view of the resurrection lakini baada ya ufufuo and in the light of the holy spirit's interpretation na katika ile hali ya kumleta roho mtakatifu katika mambo hayo the death of jesus christ on the cross mauti ya yesu kristo msalabani would forever be the source of greatest joy for all of god's children itakuwa ndio inayosababisha furaha kubwa kwa wote ambao watakuwa ni watoto wake Mungu is the cross the source of your greatest joy je msalaba ndio chanzo cha furaha yako kubwa what is the cross to you msalaba ni nini kwako is it something embarrassing je ni kitu ambacho kinakuudhi Is it something that makes you doubt your faith? Je, ni kitu ambacho kinakufanya uanze kushuku kuhusu imani yako? Who is this savior Jesus? Why is this savior so weak that he would die on a cross? Ni nani huyu mwokozi? Mbona awe mtu mdhaifu aina hii kwamba afe msalabani? I don't even understand what he's dying for. I don't have any sin. I'm a good person. Sielewi kwa nini anakufa? Mimi sina dhambi zozote. Mimi ni mtu mwema. Is that the cross to you? Je, huo ndio msalaba kwako? Or is it the source of your greatest joy? Ama ndio chanzo cha furaha yako kubwa? As the Holy Spirit teaches you more through the word of God. Vile tuliyo mtakatifu anakufunza kupitia neno la Mungu. Is the death of Jesus? Je, mauti yake Yesu dying the death that you deserved hakikufa mauti ambayo wewe ulistahili kufa and facing the wrath of god that you deserve hakikutana na kadhabu ya mungu ambayo wewe ulistahili kukutana nayo does knowing that cause you to be more joyful je hii inakuitisha ufurahi ku Do you find yourself facing every evil in your life with great joy in your heart? Je, unakumbana na maovu ndani ya moyo wako na furaha ku? Knowing that Christ died for your sins. Ukijua ya kwamba Kristo alikufa kwa ajili ya dhambi zako. Knowing that Christ died to reconcile you to God, the God that you hated, the God that you were an enemy of. Ukijua ya kwamba Kristo alikufa kukuleta pamoja na Mungu, Mungu uliyemtukia, Mungu ambaye umjui. May I submit to you. Niachilie haya kwenu. If the cross of Jesus Christ is not the source of your greatest joy. Iwapo msalaba wa Yesu Kristo sio ndicho chanzo cha furaha yako kuu. Then you are not Christian. Wewe basi Mkristo. The joy that the Christian has comes from the spirit of God. Furaha ambayo Mkristo yeyote anayo inatoka kwa roho wa Mungu. In view of the cross kutazamia msalaba 
Not that the Christian is free from sorrow. Sio eti Mkristo sasa ametoka katika majuto milele. But that all the sorrow that we experience in this world. Lakini kwamba majuto tunayapitia katika ulimwengu huu. As John Calvin says. Jinsi Yohana Calvin anavyoyaleta. All that suffering and sorrow is swallowed up by spiritual joy. Ya kwamba mateso yote ambayo tunayapitia humezwa kupitia furaha ya kiroho. Or as another theologian said, vile tumsomi mwingine wa Biblia alivyosema, if your sin and your trials and your suffering are a mountain, iwapo dhambi zako, mateso yako na machungu yako na milima iliyo mbele yako, then God's grace is Noah's flood. Bas naye neema ya Mungu ni tambarare that left no mountain uncovered. Ambayo haikuweza kuacha mlima wowote pasipokuutandaza. If you are Christian, all of that sin, all of that pain, all of that sorrow. Kama wewe ni Mkristo, machungu hayo, majuto yote is covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. Hutandazwa na kufunikwa kwa damu ya Yesu Kristo. That has to be the source of our greatest joy. Na hilo ndilo nafstahili kuwa chanzo chetu cha furaha iliyokuu. The apostles of Jesus, mitume wake Yesu, after his death, baada ya kufa kwake Yesu, after his resurrection, baada ya kufufuka kwake Yesu, after his ascension, baada ya kupaa juu mbinguni, and after the outpouring of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. Na baada ya kumwaga kwa Roho Mtakatifu siku ya Pentecote, every one of them, kila mmoja wao, endured terrible hardships. Walipitia na wakapitia uchungu na magumu sana maishani mwao and every one of them faced terrible deaths na kila mmoja wao alipitia mauti mazito na ya uchungu they were murdered for their faith waliuawa kwa sababu ya imani yao they had many reasons for weeping and lamenting walikuwa na kila sababu ya kulia na hata kunungunika yet they were renewed by the spirit of god ili hali waliweza kufanywa upya kupitia roho mtakatifu so that they boldly faced every evil ya kwamba waliweza kukumbana na kila maovu kwa ujasiri with great spiritual joy na furaha kuu ya kiroho what a wonderful comparison ni tunaweza linganisha kiajabu namna gani maneno haya to see these men in their present weakness tukiona hawa watu katika uovu wao afraid and cowering tukiwaona waoga na watu ambao wanarudi nyuma about to abandon Jesus in their fear waliokuwa karibu kumwacha Yesu katika uoga yao these same men ndio watu hao hao after the outpouring of the spirit baada ya kumwaga kwa roho mtakatifu which would soon be given to them ambao ataachiliwa juu yao were much different men walking in the power of the spirit ndio wanaonekana watu tofauti sana wakitembea 
Those who belong to God. Those who are believers. Those who are Christians. Though we face tremendous trials. Though we face sorrows in this world so intense. We are not of this world. Our hope and our joy do not come from the things of this world. Our hope and our joy are not found in temporary things. But they are found in eternal things. Namely God himself. John 16:22 Therefore you too have grief now but I will see you again and your heart will rejoice and no one will take your joy away from you Basi ninyi hivi sasa mna huzuni lakini mimi nitawaona tena na mioyo yenu itafurahi na furaha yenu in the moment the disciples are experiencing sorrow they cannot reconcile their ideas about the Messiah and the fact that Jesus was about to leave them they didn't understand how these things could be Perhaps they were even doubting that Jesus was really the Christ. But Jesus declares to them that he will see them again. In this he refers not only to his resurrection. But also the entire dispensation of the Holy Spirit. The outpouring of the Spirit at Pentecost. Is the fruit of the crucifixion and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. He says that no one will take your joy away from you. This is a joy that lasts forever. This is a joy that can only be found in the person and the work of Jesus Christ. John 16:7 But I tell you the truth It is to your advantage that I go away For if I do not go away The helper will not come to you But if I go Lakini napoenda I will send him to you. Nikienda nitamtuma kwenu. The rejoicing. Hiyo furaha. The joy of the believer. 
kufurahia na furaha ya muumini is all connected yote inaunganishwa to this terrible yet wonderful event kwa hii hali ambayo ni ya kutisha na tena ambayo ni ajabu god's grace upon grace ya kwamba neema ya Mungu juu ya neema yake tena in his death he brings life katika mauti yake yeye analeta uzima he experienced the death and the wrath that we all deserve anapitia mauti na kadhabu ambayo sisi tunastahili kuipitia so that by faith in him ili katika imani ndani yake we are restored to god with great joy that no one can take away tunaregeshwa kwake mungu kwa furaha iliyo kuu ambayo hakuna hata mmoja awezaye kuiondoa yesterday i was reading a sermon preached by charles spurgeon in the year 1878 jana nilikuwa nasoma ujumbe ambao uliandikwa na Spurgeon kwa miaka ya hapo nyuma this sermon was on the text that i'm preaching from that's the reason i was reading it ujumbe ulikuwa kwa hili somo ambalo nasoma ndio sababu nikaweza kusoma kumuhusu and he mentions at the beginning of the sermon a hymn na aliweza kutaja pale tenzi katika mwanzo wa wa ujumbe wake a hymn which he and the congregation had just sang together tenzi ambaye walikuwa wameimba yeye pamoja na umati uliokuwepo and the hymn starts with a very difficult question na hiyo tenzi inaanza na swali ambalo lina ajabu it is finished shall we raise ya kwamba yameisha je shall we raise songs of sorrow or of praise je tutainua nyimbo za huzuni ama nyimbo za sifa mourn to see the savior die or proclaim his victory utalia ukiona bwana akikufa ama utatangaza ushindi wake and the conclusion according to the writer of the hymn kulingana na mwandishi wa huo wimbo akimaliza is i believe the right conclusion na ninaamini katika kumalizia kuzuri lamb of god lamb of god mwanakondoo wa mungu thy death hath given pardon kwamba mauti yako yamelete mzigo and hope of heaven na imeleta tumaini la mbinguni it is finished imeisha let us raise songs of thankfulness and praise wacha tuinue nyimbo za uaminifu na za sifa our sorrow is turned into joy maana uzuni wetu umebadilishwa kuwa furaha by the grace of god alone kwa neema yake mungu peke yake let's all stand Wacha tusimame sisi zote. Our heavenly Father, we come before you giving thanks. Thank you for this word. Thank you for these truths which you have revealed to us in your word which you have preserved for us in your Bible. Lord how we ask that you might more and more help us to understand this truth that Jesus came into the world and lived perfectly under the law 
and obediently went to the cross and died. And three days later was resurrected and ascended to heaven, seated at the right hand of the Father, and rules and reigns from heaven today. And at Pentecost poured out His Spirit on the church. And so that even today, every believer who comes to faith in Jesus Christ has your Spirit dwelling within us. Helping us grow in faith. Helping us to become more and more like Jesus. Lord, what wonderful truths. In one sense, we want to mourn that Jesus had to die on the cross. And yet, it is with joy that we claim it. It is with joy that we proclaim it. Because you have enabled us with the knowledge to understand that it is at the cross of Jesus Christ that you have reconciled us sinners to you. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to you except by him. Lord, impress these truths on our hearts, on our minds, May we fully experience this joy as you turn our sorrow into joy. May we face whatever trials we are going through currently or have coming. May we face it all with joy, knowing that we belong to you. Knowing that we have been reconciled to you. Knowing that we don't face what we deserve, but we face what Jesus deserves. Lord, help to give us that thankful heart. Help us to love you as we ought. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. At this time, at this time, I want to, uh, in 